0: Okay, I don't think there is a better halacha to be learning at this point of time in our lives than the incredible halacha of Kibbutz Aim. It's just, you know, we've kind of been locked in our houses together with our parents 24-7. There is no getting out of it, right? There's no, I'm running here, I'm running there. All right, The occasional time you have to go places, I hear, but generally speaking, we can be Mikhayim this mitzvah 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. But I want to give you a little bit of a hakdoma. I do believe, and I mentioned this to you yesterday, I don't know if there's another halacha that is like this, that we find the most incredible mamori chazal, about what's going on behind the scenes in this incredible, incredible mitzvah. And that's why I wanted to dedicate today, as an introduction... Because, as you know me by now, whenever we discuss our halacha, and I want to welcome all those that are joining us right now, you guys are great, up early in the morning, in the American hours at least, joining us, listening to share Live, it's Baruch Hashem, it's great to see all of you, it's really great, I'd love to see you live, but this is all we've got for the moment, so, we'll do the best that we possibly can, but I really want to... I, I want to use the opportunity, and I was learning it with Daniel for the last few uh, weeks even. We've been learning a little bit of the Nyonim of Kibir of Aim. And it hit me at one point, like, this is so nageya. Like, this is us right now. We're all at home with our parents, you know, and this is what we're doing all day long. Do we know what to do? Do we know how to become the mitzvahs, you know, the Chazanish? Somebody came to the Chazanish, it was uh, towards manim. it was coming towards manim, And he said, Rabbi, I'm going home. I'm going to go back to my parents. Give me some advice. What should I do? You know, it's often a very, very uh, no-gear situation. We'll discuss that in many different situations. But he said, what do I do? I'm going home. Give me some advice before I go. Benazmanim, back to my home, back to, you know, different schedule. And the Chazinish said to him, i have get one piece of advice for you. Open up a Yehudah, Simon Reishmem, and learn Hilchas Kibbut Ovein. How can you possibly go home, go back to your parents, and not know the Halachas of what to do? I mean, what happens, I'll just give you a couple of examples, right? What happens if your mother asks you for a cup of water, and at the same time your father asks you for a cup of water, what, what do you do then, who do you listen to? What happens, and this is a real shaila I see he's not on yet, but I think he'll join us soon. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody asked me this shaila one of the Chosh Bachrim. he wanted to, um, he, he, basically the shaila is like this, uh, he's not on, so hopefully he... I mean, maybe he'll hear it later on to any time. So, basically, the Shiloh was that his father has a rov, a, um, a very Hoshifah rov, and that's the family rov, that's the family rabbi. He asks his shilas either to his uh, rov, to, to a Rosh Shiva in America, or either to me. So, he wants to know when there's a conflict, who does he pick? What happens if his father says, well, listen, the family rov, Paskins, that it's Asa. But he says, well, but I ask my Rebbe, I ask my Rosh Shiva, I ask my rov, whatever it is, and he told me it's fine. What do I do now? Oh, there's so many different situations of things. Do you have to look for the situations to serve your father or your mother? Or only if they ask you. When are you putter? When do I have to say that kibber of aim? I don't need to do it. Thank you very much. Great advice, mum and dad. But not right now. It's not for me. I don't need to listen to you. At what stage? Right? I've had to deal, for example, with sometimes with a conflict between a parent and a child about is it a good shidduch, is it not a good shidduch, do we listen, do we not listen, and the the parent on one hand says, no, this is not a good shidduch for my son, this is not a good shidduch for my daughter. And the son or the daughter are saying, well, I'm sorry to tell you, mom and dad, I think it's a great shidduch. You know, I think this is going to really, really work. What do you do in such a case? What do you do in a situation where you think you're right? You want to stay another couple of months in yeshiva and your parents are like, I think it's the time. You have to go back, go to college, go to university, go to work, whatever it might be. What do you do? Right? What do you do in such a situation? What do you do in many situations where your parents ask you, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to give them what they ask for or whatever it may be? What about a simple conversation with your parents? You know, people don't realize. That the smallest conversation with one of your parents, you could be over on so many isura Daraises with one conversation. It's incredible. You know, but I'm not going to go through all the different Shailas. We have got a lot to go through. As you know, we're learning the sugars of the Gemara as well, which is even more exciting. So not only are we learning the Psak but we're learning the Makoiras. We're learning where it all comes from. But I want to dedicate today, as I mentioned to you, as a Hakdomah. I want to understand what is this mitzvah all about? When does it apply? And you know how how bad is it? Is it really as bad as they make it out to be? So I want to read you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote from many many places. I will try and give you the marmekomus. I know some. I see some of you guys. Baruch Hashem, I've got notepads and pens. You're there, ready to write down all the different marmekomus. It's great, Baruch Hashem. You guys are amazing. Wow, this is this is this is technology. You see, you can see exactly what's going on. Uh, Baruch Hashem So I'm going to give you a lot of different Marmachimus With a lot of different sort of Ideas from different places And I want you just to digest This mitzvah, okay? Because I'm not going to go to any halachas today Tomorrow we'll discuss the alochas And we'll go through exactly how it applies But I really want to go into the idea of exactly Where does this has come from And how chomer it is So for, we'll start with the Gemari and Kedushin The Gemarion Kedushin We'll get to it soon Brings like this Tone there are three partners of a person. There are three partners that made every single one of you. We were all created with three partners. HaKadosh baruchu, oviv Ovid Says the Gemar, If you're being your parents... Omar Hakodush Barukh, Rabbi so listen carefully to the words. Omar HaKadosh Baruch. Hashem says, Mala anya ki darti chabduni. You served me. Can you imagine? Can you you know think for a moment about you know everyone's busy with the song, Thank you, Hashem, which is Kavaldic. But think about all the wonderful things that the Rabunishov does for us and keeps on doing and always did for us. It's incredible. If you will have the opportunity. To serve the Reboi Neshul for five minutes. Can you imagine? Hashem is going to come into your home for five minutes and you can serve him. You can machabed him. You can respect him. Everything. What would you do? You would prepare the moment. It would be an incredible situation. What an opportunity I have, right? Says the Gemara. Every time you will machabed your parents. And again, we'll have to understand on a halachic. You know, point of view, what does it mean to machabit your parents? What does it mean to respect your parents? We'll have to understand if things have changed from the Zman of the Shulchan Bizman hazer you know, things are different. And we'll see different Lashonas as we'll see Be'ez Hashem from some of the Rishonim already. So again, the Gemara clearly tells us that when we machabit our parents, it's Rabbi says, You have been machabit me. It's, it's, it's Mufurish says the Gemara, Laman Aleph, Oman Aleph, and again, I'm just skimming through it, we'll talk about it when we get to the Gemara, properly, toni chadu kemeidu of nachman, bizman mitzaris if a person says something, or does something, that's mitzah one of his parents, his parents, you know, are very upset by what he just said, Omar HaKadosh Baruch you want to know what's going on right now in Shomayim? Can you imagine? This Chazal, the Gemara, is telling us what's happening in Shomayim. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Yafa Sisi, I did well. doubt Dauti Be'naim, that I did not live amongst you. Shalmale Dauti Be'naim Saruni. You would have Mitzar me. Says the Rabbi nishlanam. I'm not with you. I'm not with you. So if you want a scholar to remove the Rabbi Nishalalam from your homes, this is it. Simple as this. You just basically, you know, Mitzar your parents. Chasfreshalam, we should never do this. But that's what it means. When you Mitzar your parents, the Rabbi feels the Tzar. Because he was also a shut to create you. And therefore, just like your father and your mother are a shutfim, they're partners, the Ubaini Shalalam is the other third. And if you mid one, you mitsar all of them. It's almost like, you know, again Havdul Elf alpha, dollars, a million, million differences. If you can imagine, you know, a product just comes out and there are three partners in the business. Three partners worked for years and years to develop this product, to market it, to think about it. It was incredible. And now they've come out with it and you go over to one of the partners and you say, "This this is terrible. I mean, who thought of this? Have you insulted one? you well, we insulted all of the partners, obviously you said it to one, but all of the other partners, who may not be present at that moment, basically feel the tsar, because you bothered them, that's what's going on, says the Gemara, an incredible, incredible insight, into what's going on, over here, says, Rabbeinu Yoina, Rabbeinu Yoina, it's Rabbeinu Yoina, in geras and he writes, at the end of Drash Gimel, he says that if a person wants, I'll just quote it in English, if a person wants, the mechabed Rabbinish lailam. What does he do? He wants to pay back the Rabban for something that the Rav did for us? Machabad your parents. U'mi meila, shemekavazcha ki ilu kibberes HaKadosh Barucho, says Rabbeinu Yoyinu Arishan. that's how it is, v'ho olam loinivra ela. These are big words, Rabbi say. I'm quoting your words of a Rishon, and as we know, we are medayik in every word that Rishon ever says. Rabbeinu Yoyinu says, v'ho olam loinivra ela. The entire world was created for us, human beings, to mechavad the rabbi nishlonim. How do we do it? it says is simple. your parents. Now, it's not so simple, obviously, but, you know, again, we'll talk about it. The halacha, exactly how to deal with that. There's the Yerushalmi. At the beginning of Masech Tispeya. And the Yerushalmi says, He calls the mitzvah of Kibbut Oveim, Chamura Mina Chamurais. It's the most stringent of the stringent. That means all the stringent mitzvahs, whatever they may be, this is the most. So this is basically the, the top end of all the stringent mitzvahs. The Aruch, and we'll get to that, but, Hashem, but I just want to quote it to you now, in Yerodei, which is basically all the, all the halachas over here, it's one simon, and it goes to all the different halachas. He says like this, it's Shulchan Aruch, Tzarech Lezayeh Ma'oid, B'kibut Ovid V'imoy U'bamoyram. And says it's very interesting. You don't find this lotion of ma'oid. You find sometimes by ribis, for example, and other places as well. Ma'oid, ma'oid by women and other things, and even Ezra Sem Chofalov. But al him, Generally, we don't find this business of being very careful. Over here, the Shulchan says, be very, very careful. Says the Yalkut Meam lawyers, and Paushas Yisroy is tough mem tough reish mem He gedola mitzvahs kibedoveim ve'en gedola m'menu ella. What is the one mitzvah that is bigger a Muchoshev than Kibbut The one mitzvah. You probably guessed it, right? Talmud Torah. Very good, Yitzi. Talmud Torah. That's exactly right. The mitzvah of Talmud Torah is the only mitzvah, which we know that mitzvah of Talmud Torah is Keneged Kol mitzvahs. So if the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is basically equal to all 613 mitzvahs, the next level under that is Kibbut that's incredible. That's an inc- that's really that's, that's really incredible. At least I'm you know I think this is unbelievable. Um, there's a safe for Karen Dovid. Keren Ladovin, Yisra, Yisrael, it brings down, there's also a Meshech Chachma, by the way, in Pasha Yisrael, which obviously is going on the Aseris HaDibros, which, by the way, does sort of give us a little bit of a hint with how big this mitzvah is. It's one of the Aseris HaDibros, right? Not every mitzvah is written Mefurish in the Aseris HaDibros, but this one is. So it's a very serious one. And he writes down that the Karen Ladovin and the Meshech that the mitzvah of Kibra of Aim is the Yisoid Ha'emunah. In other words, when we machabad our parents, we are being mechazik the Inyan. That our parents, got it, parents got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, add a couple of them, and eventually you meet, meet reach Moshe Rabbeinu at House Sinai. So when you machabit your parents, you're being machazik this idea of a Masoyan khali's which is also incredible. I want to tell you also an amazing losher. We'll get into more. There's, there's, there's a lot more, by the way. I'm just getting started, by the way. I'm just getting started on the schar, and we'll talk about the Onish as well. But just to give you an idea, there's a, um, one of my very favourites him. the isaid V'shoor Yishva Where's Aaron Friedman? The in Shavuot Perig base says an amazing thing. He brings down that there's a of godl, that means in English there is an absolute obligation, a big obligation. Leos Baki Bishulchan Oech Oerchaim. B'chol Hilchah right. I've, this come on, everyone knows this. You got to be a bucky in all of hakham. How do you wake up in the morning if you don't know hilchus deteli sedaim? How do you taven if you don't know Hilchah's tefillah? How do you make a bracha and eat something if you don't know Hilchah's brachas? How do you keep shabbos? How do you, the list goes on, right? So baruch Hashem, you guys are great. You're in the yeshiva where we try to emphasize a bit of halacha and we try every day to halacha, and that's why baruch Shem, we're on our way to become a bucky. Maybe we're not there yet, but we're on our way. But it's interesting to note that Yisro Veshoshra the rights. He says Urchaim. And then he says, which is the other of Aruch, And he mentions one of them as an example. The the rabbi. as well. But he says is one of those things that a person has to be a bucky, and you really have to know. It's a, it's a real serious thing. I'll give you a couple more ideas. Right? As like I said, I've got i I've got a long list over here. I've got a there's a, there's a tremendous amount of papers over here. We'll try to get to all of them, but is Okay. This is Gavaldi. There's a Rambam, okay? The Rambam in Hilchas Maamarim Peg. Vav alocha Look it up. It's incredible. He says the mitzus asay gudayla. Very, again, a rare Loshan in the Rambam. For those of you that I'm sure are Bikim Rambam, well, like, of course, the Rambam doesn't say that very often. The Rambam says it's a mitzvah. But when it comes to this mitzvah, the Rambam says, oh, here's the mitzvah, say G'dayla. This is a very, very serious mitzvah. I'll tell you a Loshan of the Tonad Velio. Tonad Velio, I don't know if you... I have the, the for right over here. I'm not going to bring it out right now. It's a collection of essays, many of them, were written by, Elio Hanovi. okay, so just in case, you want to know, the author of the, the editor of the sefer, of Tonit V'Eliyahu, ve he writes like this, I'm going to quote, V'chol yomim v'shonim, v'chayim, aruchim, azeh, you know what that means? That means, if a person wants, an incredible life, long life, a happy life, a rich life, long, in this world, and in the next world, what does he do? Chaim a life that has no end. The tachlis Yaset rabbi say, that's a direct instruction from Elio Hanavi. You do your parents' rotzen, you will have again. That's a pretty good brocha, rabbi say, straight from Elio Hanavi. You do the rotzen of your parents. That's an incredible thing. That's an unbelievable, un- unbelievable thing. There is a Yushalmi. Incredible Yushalmi. It's in Peya, Perik alaf Falochah Zion. For those of you that are writing notes. He brings like this. Tona Rib Shimon Bayochai. For all of you that are not going to be Zalcha. This Lag Ba to be by the Heiliger Rib Shimon. And daven by the Heiliger Keivah of the Rib Shimon Meiron. At least understand something that the Heiliger Rib Shimon said. Tona Rib Shimon Bayochai. Goddle Kibid of our Aim Shahidivai. <speaking in Hebrew> Oof, this is I, I I I'm only saying this because I'm quoting the Yerushalmi, who's quoting a Zoya Koddush. That the Raboin Shalom prefers that you respect your parents more than you respect him. That's 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 pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. And he brings Uriah from the Pasur Kabad Savicha, Besimerah, and then it says after Kabir Sashemcha, and it says, How do you how do you the Rabboni Shalom? With everything, and it says that they're feeding them and everything else. Anyway, the Rushambi over there brings a ride. There's a Murtiki Yaristvash. Yaristvash, oh boy, say. The <laughs> and base, Drash base. Incredible. He brings down. Uh, where am I, uh, he brings down he says also it's a radak by the way in Shoftim Perik Vav Yud Aleph right Daniel I think you did this Shoftim uh, in the morning before Shachris so in Shoftim there's a radak that says the same thing that brings a medrash that says an incredible thing because and I'm going to quote you this in a minute as well uh, and that is that when you machabed your parents are actually bringing the geula, so if you want a hand in bringing the geula and bringing Mashiach. This is where it comes from. How do I know this? Because, as I told you, the Yaristvash, of and Ibishitz, plus the Radak in Shoyfdin brings a Medrash that says when the Malach met Gidon, and I'm sure we're all familiar with it, this episode, come on, it's Nach, right? Because every Yeshiva Bochan knows Nach, right? Um, and he says like this, he said to him, it's Roy that you would have brought the Geula to Klal Yisrael. why? And again, this is a Medrash talking, because you're a Makan of Aim. So we see again from here, from the Yaris Tvash, and he brings again this Radak, that if a person is, is Makai in the midst of Kibber of Aim, he's actually being Makai of the, uh, the Geula, which is tremendous. The Menorah Samaor Daf Yud Gimel also brought down, it's also much the this way, in the Gemara Ba'etzem and Kedush and Laman Abed Base. You're bringing the Shekhena to your home. Now this is what we mentioned in the beginning. We said that if a person with Sarah's parents, the Shekhena leaves. That means if you're Mekhabet your parents, the Shekhena comes down. So if you want... The Rabbi Nisham to live in your homes. And Baruch Hashem, we're in our homes for a long time now. Right, hopefully it will be ending very soon, but we've been in our homes for a long time. But we want the Shechina to be with us. Everybody wants the Shechina in their homes. Everybody wants the Shechina to be together with them, with their parents and everything together. Says Chazal, this is it. You mechabad your parents are bringing the Shechina into your home. Not only that, Rabbi said, there's a Medrash Tanchum and Parashas Kedoshim that says if you mechabad your parents, great school for good kids, or you, you, this, you'll have amazing children, lebonim, Yeshorim, Yishorim Okay, we all want good kids. We're living in 2020, Rabbi Say. It's very hard, right? It's hard. You know, I look at my, you know, I, I'm not that old, but I look at my kids and I see, my gosh, you know, where they've come from, where I was, when I was a kid. And can you imagine with their parents? And it, it, it's just not normal what's going on in the world. We all want good children. How do we do it? So here it is. Medrash is telling us, if you machabed your parents, I mean, this is double portion anyway, it's a double portion if you machabed your parents, your children will see that, and they'll see how you react to your parents, and they will very much mirror that, how it goes over there. But there's another thing, as well. I told you, I'm, no, I'm nowhere near finished. I'm only still getting started with this mitzvah of Aimed When I told you it's a serious mitzvah, I didn't mean there's a couple of nice rewards, like, like the Torah says, there's a lot more going on. So I'll tell you as well, there's a um Reb Chaim as a safer to Chaim. You're probably familiar with it. So if you look in Pausha's Tollois, so he says over there, if you don't want eye in horror, look make sure you look after your parents. Not only that, there's a ton of aliyo again, Anavi, that says, you will never do an Aveira. It's an unbelievable thing. Yeah, it's just what's going on over here. It's incredible. It's just totally incredible what's going on over here. And the Medrash Talpiyah brings that connect because you are Your parents, the Rabbani Shalom, will give you children that are Machabad. You, which is tremendous. Also in Gavaldic. However, however, if a person, Rachman does not Machabad their parents, and he doesn't do what they need, he them, it's an even worse type of thing, then you can imagine if the schar. Of Kibur of is so great, then it means that the uh, the punishment for not being mechaber your parents also is terrible and chadal. I don't want to spell this out too much, but uh, Rashi already brings from a mechilta, and there's a sefer chasidim, simushin mem base that brings down already that you can't imagine the the the, 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 the terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible punishment of someone that's someone that's not Muhammad's parents in the proper way, what's gonna await him in this world and the next world and with his children and with his muzzle and everything, it's 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 really, 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 really bad. Not only that, there's a very interesting Loshan in the ri- in the both the Riff and the rosh in the 8th parak of Yuma that say these are one of the things that's ma'akiv as a tshuva in other words we always want to do chuva. we want to come better people we sometimes realize oy vavoy what's going to be Shemirachem. it's coming a time we have to do chuva says the Rosh says the Rif. this is something that could be ma'akiv es ha chuva which is an incredible incredible thing I do want to tell you as well there's a Meritakei Yaris Vash. Um, the Yaris Vash writes now I, I don't remember the year I don't remember it, it's, it's gone from my head right now but we're talking a long time ago the Aristotle was living a long time ago. Listen to what he writes then. He says, We got to the generation and the situation where parents have to act with COVID to their children. Because they're scared of their own children. Wow, what, what, what a novi that is. You look in the world nowadays, parents are scared of their children. And that's even more why we have to learn these halachas and we have to machazik ourselves in these halachas. Not just because we're stuck at home with our parents, but because there's, um, there's so much going on within this mitzvah that it's just passionate and unbelievable thing. And, and it goes more than that as well that the Shinnah once said this, that, you know, and it applies to many things as well, it's like Asha Yotze, you know, how much is that Asha Yotza worth? You know, when we come at of the bathroom, we say Asha Yotze. No, I don't know. No, again, I'm not, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but for many people, Rasha Enkein, you've got that mitzvah of, of, of Matzah on Seder night. Ah, how beautiful, we take a Matzah, or Dalad how beautiful it is, or Hanukkah, only happens once a year, right? When it comes to our parents, you know, we're living with our parents the whole time. And anyone you normally live with, it's much, much harder to take it more seriously. It's much, much harder to make habits on because you become rogil with them. And that's why, in a way, it requires even more chizik than anything else. And the way the Yeshua Visheshvayavoda writes, the Yeshua Visheshvayavoda is a Talmud of the Vilna Goin, one of the Iket Talmudim of the Vilna Goin, says that we have to dedicate time in our day to learn Hilchos Kibidavayim. There's no way you can, it's like the Havits Chaim says in the beginning in the Akdom of Chedek Gimel, in our Chaim. What does he say? He says that there's no way. That you can keep Shabbos without knowing that loch. It's just not going to happen. There's no way. It's physically not going to happen. So it's the same thing says the Yaretz Vas. If you don't know Hilchus of Aim, not just how homer it is, but you don't know everything that goes on, there's no way that you can do it in, in, in a regular, because you have no idea how to keep it. Okay. Rabbi let's go a little bit further. There's a Mordicum Maral, the Barel writes in Gu'are, he says that the mitzvah of Kibben is a mitzvah sikhlis. Mitzvah sikhlis means it's poshet in your brain. Any normal person understands that you have to have hakoros hatoiv for your parents. I mean, even the Goyim know this, right? Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, once a year you send a card, Yaitzah! and am Yaitzah of a aim of a Goyish world. But in our world, we obviously take it much more seriously. The Chay says a very scary thing. I'll tell you the Roshan of the Chay The says an amazing thing, says the Chay Um I want to tell you where it is, it's an ois base, he says that a person that says, what do I owe to my parents, I don't owe them anything, right, you basically have the atti- attitude of an ungrateful person, says the Ha'odim, I think this is also a similar lotion in the Chinuch, you will eventually come to say that about the Rabbeinu Shilolim. And that is very much how the Chinuch learns Pshat in this Mitzvah. The Sefer Chinuch says that the HaKoros Hatoy we have to our parents is a way of having a HaToyv to the Rabbeinu shalom. So therefore, if we don't have the correct HaKoros Hatoib to our parents, then eventually... We'll get to the stage, we'll have zero hakores at to the rabbi nishlan. And that's a very, very scary thing to say. It's a very, very scary thing. Every child has the opportunity... To actually cause tremendous bracha in his home, and it's up to you guys. It really is up to you guys. Every single one of you, Baruch Hashem, have parents, and your parents are at home, and you're living with them, and you're interacting with them. You really have an opportunity to change things. You know, what's the connection? The Torah tells us, as we know, you get a long life. So, although I found this in many places, but one place I found it before is Jabeshach and the Rav of Yishalim, once explained. And he quoted many places that, you know, when we mechavet our parents, it sometimes takes time. And it does. It does take time to actually sometimes mechavet, but you have to be busy getting them drinks, making them food, getting clothing for them, running around, getting groceries, all sorts of things. It takes time, right? But I want to learn. I want, I've got other things to do. Says we Yisrael and Zonot the Torah is telling you that if you are properly going to be kind, the Mitzvah of of Aim, you will get back that time. That time is on the Rabboni Shalom's Cheshbon. You'll get it all back. You know, there's a Modica Medrash. The Medrash says that Esther, as we know, had no parents, and she cried every day. Why? Because she had no parents? The Medrash says no. She cried because she wasn't able to mechayim the mitzvah of Kibir of Aim, the Zoya kodesh, Rabbi say. There's an unbelievable Zoya kodesh that tells us that we know that Esau, Esau was an unbelievable Baki in Kibir of Aim. So much so that says the Zoya, because Esav did this, he allowed the Golas to happen, which is an incredible thing. Which means that if Esav caused the Golas to happen because he would give it of aim, if we would get back this mitzvah to Yaakov's side of things and we would fight to be machaz and give it of aim. We would be able to end the Gula. and that's why, by the way, the Yetzirah makes it so difficult because he realizes the stake. It's like almost when you go to a building site, the more signs you see, the more dangerous the building site is. It's the same thing over here. The more things we're seeing about Kibar Vein, the more dangerous it is, and the more the Yetzirah fights it to make sure that you don't do it. And obviously, the biggest and most first step that we can do is to just learn the halachas. Just to learn the halachas, like the Chovetz Chaim, as we mentioned, if we don't learn it, we'll never know it, and it's not Negea, which is why it is so, so, so important. Let me just move on to a couple of things. Let me know, I'm going to, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It's already late. I want to end. I want to end with one story. Okay? I end with one story. Incredible story. It's an incredible story. It's a true story. Unbelievable, mysa. Listen to this story. It's just incredible. This story happened, the year was 1938. That was the year. And there were two Yidden, one was called Shmaya and Rini Reichman. Now Shmaya and Rini Reichman were planning the celebration for the Bar Mitzvah of their oldest son. This was incredible, their first son, their oldest son, his name is Eli or Edward Reichman. Now the Reichman, as we know, had established themselves in the world as one of the most respected and wealthy families, especially where they lived. They lived in Vienna at the time. And the entire city of Vienna was looking forward to this Bar Mitzvah celebration. They were looking forward to have this incredible celebration, which they knew would be the celebration of a lifetime. And they were very excited. And this is the richest family over there. They took one of the nicest halls, and they took the hotels for all the guests. And it started to get, the preparations were, were, were really, really revving up. It was incredible. The Reichmans were also expecting a very, very chosh guest. And that was the Puppa Rebbe, Rabbi Greenwells itself. The Puppa Rebbe would often visit Vienna, and he would go there for medical reasons, whatever. There was a hospital there, there were doctors there and the Rebbe normally stayed in the house of the Reichmans. Now, he had established a tremendous kesha with the parents, but he also established a tremendous Keshe with the Bacha, the Bar Mitzvah boy, who used to walk the Rebbe to and fro shul. And the son, the Bar Mitzvah boy, who was becoming Bar Mitzvah in a couple of weeks, had basically um, invited the Rebbe, you know, before the Bar Mitzvah happened, he invited the Rebbe, Rebbe, would you come to my Bar Mitzvah? And the Rebbe said, sure, of course I'll come to your Mitzvah, Mitzvah Shem, send me an invitation, I'll try the best I do, I'll try to come. So, can you imagine the Pupa Rebbe was coming? This was the wealthiest family in Vienna. Everyone was excited for the bar mitzvah of the century. Now, the year again, as we said, was 1938. Not many families were zayikah to have the private telephone in their own home. The Reichmans were one of the fortunate ones that did. Right? They're very successful, in whatever is, and they had a a the need and they had the means to afford a telephone. Now a few days before the Simcha, a few days before the Bar Mitzvah, the family received a very urgent call. They were informed that Bar Mitzvah boy's grandfather, Reb Dovid Reichman, who was the, he was the Rosh Mishpacha, He lived in Belet, In a small little village in Hungary, and he suffered a terrible stroke—a very serious stroke. He was unable to travel to Vienna. They didn't know what to do. I mean, apart from the fact that you know he's he's ill, but what are we doing with this bar mitzvah? I mean, they can't go on and make a bar mitzvah without the grandfather, who's the head of the whole family. What should they do? Should they cancel it? should they should they should they what 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 should they do? They didn't know what to do. So Eli's father, the bar mitzvah boy's father, Shmaya, decided to make a decision. There is no way we are making this bar mitzvah without my father, without the grandfather, the bar mitzvah boy. Not happening. I'm cancelling it. Without any moment of hesitation, Mr. Reichman called the hall, and the caterer, and the photographer, and the florist, and everyone. I'm cancelling the event. All the guests were notified. The hotels were cancelled. He even contacted the Puppe and he told them, please don't come, because this is something that we're cancelled, and it's not again. Now, they went to travel. To where the father lived. They, they, basically the father. The mother. And the Bar Mitzvah boy. And a couple of other brothers and sisters. Went to the little Hungarian village of Bellet, Where the father was basically comfortably trying to recuperate after the stroke. They arrived a few days early. And instead of the huge unbelievable event that they were going to have. In a tremendous vi- Vienna. In you know, a ballroom. Eli Reichman celebrated his Bar Mitzvah. In a little shtibol. In Bellet, Where his grandfather davent. In a very little modest way. They made a small little suda. But it was in presence of their grandfather. And for them, that's all it was. That's all the father wanted to do to celebrate the Bar Mitzvah of his older son with his father. Rabbi Isai. This took place on March the 12th, 1938. The same day that the Nazis in unopposed, entered Austria. And they started pogroms all over the streets of Vienna. Sunday morning. After the Shabbos Bar Mitzvah celebration, Shemaya Reichman decided, I want to check in on the family. So again, he had a private line, he called, he wanted to see the non-immediate family that were home, is everything okay? So he called up and he spoke to uh, one of the people, the maids in the home, a guy, who wanted to relay the information and say, yeah, Baruch Hashem, everyone is okay. And she said, right before he hung up, said, oh, by the way, Mr. Reichman, uh, you had some visitors last night. He said, visitors? What visitors did I have? Maybe some of the guests showed up and they weren't meant to show Maybe they didn't know we cancelled it. So she paused for a moment and said, Mr. Reichman, it was the Gestapo. A group of the German agents came in looking for you and your family. And they left very, very upset when you weren't in the country. Could you imagine... Mr. Reichman found out that the Nazis had started to round up before anyone else all the wealthy and prominent members of the Vienna Jewish community on that Motser Shabbos. Had they had caught him and his family, who knows if anyone would have heard of him ever again. And why was he saved? Because of the Mitzah Kibber of Aim because he understood what it means what to do when your father needs you and that's an amazing chizik for all of ourselves Be'ez HaShem tomorrow we're going to start the halachas now that we know the godless of this incredible mitzvah now we're going to be'ez HaShem tomorrow we will start the halachas join us remember 11 o'clock tomorrow morning in America join us then be'ez HaShem